and I can't buy you a decent wedding ring. Any ring is fine as long as it's from you. Marge, poor Vu. <sighs> Would you mind if I took it off now? The oil is burning my finger. Oh, sure. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes that nobody gets anymore. Facebook page and nohummers.net. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Today we are here to review I Married Marge, an episode that, eh, it's fine. I really liked it. You said that. Why? What um, did you like about it? I'd forgotten. I just think it's every bit as good as the way we was. Like, it's maybe the the top and tail before of, of like, the modern day is more throwaway, more callous, more irreverent about, you know, Marge thinks she's pregnant and finds out she's not pregnant. But all of the flashback stuff was just as sweet, like Homer writing the letter, going to leave her and all that sort of stuff, thinking he's no good for her. Gut-wrenching stuff that was in What in were your thoughts it. there, though? I sort of looked at it as... It's a dick move what he's doing, but they made him sympathetic in the way he did it. They did make him sympathetic. Yes, it's a dick move, and anyone externally, you'd look at that and go, what are you doing? You're leaving a pregnant woman alone. But they do show it from his perspective of him thinking that she will be legitimately better off without him being in her life. Um, and there's also, I was going to cover it when we get to that, but there's, I mean, for people that, you know, if you haven't watched the episode, so basically they've gone, you know, it's the flashback, Marge is pregnant, Homer doesn't have a good job, um, all of their stuff is getting repossessed because they can't afford it. They get married? They get married, yeah. And Homer thinks that he, he can't provide and he's feeling kind of self-conscious about not being a very good husband, so... He writes her a letter saying, I'm going to go away. I will send you every cent that I earn and I'm not going to come back until I can actually be a man. And the scene that they include or the little moment that they include that makes all that work is that they actually show her opening an envelope full of money yeah. with Homer's name on it. And that is... did they If they didn't do that, then it would have been this really callous dick thing to do. But because they included that, it gives him not a pass, but it allows you to buy into it. Yeah, I guess it shows that he was true to his word. Yeah. He didn't just try and get out and get the easy route out. It was the easy route that got him into the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst the episode is, like you said, really, really sweet. And there was a few moments here that I wrote down saying it's just they're genuinely nice moments, particularly when they're singing in the car and stuff like that. They, mm. they make the characters seem like they're just genuinely in love with each other. And the shit that Marge puts up with just shows that she just loves Homer. Yeah. Through thick and thin. But it just wasn't overly funny. I don't, I don't think there was many laugh out... I guess... So, it's such a different episode compared to what we've been doing recently, like Burns for Kraft and de Kraftwerk. Had Certainly not zany. Burns for Kraft and de Kraftwerk. Yeah. And Flaming Moe's. That was so wacky in their comedy. And this one was sort of more down to earth and realistic. But like you said, very, very sweet, the storyline. Mm. And it, the flashback episodes, I think I said this to you off air. You did. They. I've said that before you even say this sentence. I'm so confident that you have said it to me off air. <laughs> They're not my favourites, but they're necessary because they do give depth to the characters. Yeah. I, I like them, particularly at this stage of the show. As you said, it shows a bit of backstory. It shows a bit of depth. I personally, like, I'm never a big fan on prequels because you know where they're going and sometimes flashbacks can have that same kind of feel. But when done well, a flashback can show you a character in a setting that you never get to see them in and it's kind of interesting to watch them react that way. I also had a laugh at how old Homer looked when he was 24. Yeah, that is true. I did like how they sort of added the 
the shorter hair for Marge, just to sort of reiterate that she is younger. Yeah, and the bigger hair for Hibbert. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hers and his hair grew at it's sort of um, not equidistant. What's that word? But um, <laughs> that was, you know, going on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. What are your thoughts on for the flashback episodes? It sort of annoys me how they always have to cut to present day, pre and post commercial. Yeah, I would prefer if they just left it from start to finish. Like he starts telling the story, the whole episode's in the past, and then. Cut to present day because it just takes me out of the moment. Like how I met your mother. Never really watched the show because I didn't really find it funny. Neither did I. No. Never sat down and watched an entire episode. To no. be perfectly honest, um, I, frankly, like how long were those kids sitting on the floor listening to that story? <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I do get what you mean. Sometimes it seems like they're just trying to shoehorn in an easy laugh. Yes. I reckon partly maybe it's necessary though to catch the attention of your average viewer that's just wandering in and out of the room. And then they see this thing and go, why is it, why are they young? Like maybe it's that to just kind of resetting the scene for people that have flicked on during a commercial break to, so they know why. So it's kind of like when you're doing a, um, an interview on the radio, you say, we're speaking here with so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they always do that reset halfway through an interview. Yes. Yeah. We don't because we're not professionals. <laughs> so we just had a whole spiel there. How has your week been anyway, man? It's been good. How are you? Are you feeling better? Because for listeners that don't know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Dando nearly killed himself last week with a baked I potato. I didn't. I didn't. You did. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot possibly blame Nicola for Nicola this. planted the potato. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was, right, so I'm editing last week's show. What was it called? The Burns de Kraven de Kraven. Whatever. My bratwurst has a first name. <laughs> and Nicola comes in and says, hey, I'm taking Jet for a walk. Can you put a baked potato and some veggies on for me in 10 minutes? So I'll be ready when I get back. Mm-hmm. Sure, babe, no worries. Bye-bye. Kiss, kiss, goodbye. So I go out 10 minutes later, get the potato, put it in the microwave for three minutes, prick it with the fork so the air gets in, whatever it has to do. Yep. Get the veggies ready. You don't ready. want your potato to explode exactly. on you. Listeners out there, if you've never baked a potato before, it's very important to prick it with a fork in at least six places. Yes. I then opened the oven, chucked it in, turned the oven on, went back to continue editing. Mm. About 15 minutes goes by, I think, I better go back and check on that potato and turn it over. Now, you know, listeners, when you open the oven, hey, Mitch, you're, yeah. a, you're a cook, you're yeah. a chef. You get the heat comes out. Yeah, you just, particularly on a fan forced. Yeah, so it I, fogs my glasses up it, every time. Yeah, so I'm just used to it by now. So you just embrace for it. It's yep. gone within a second, continue. So I did that, really passed out. Because mm. Nicola had left oven cleaner soaking on the <laughs> bottom of the oven... <laughs> All day. And oven cleaner. Take it out. One of the most toxic substances that you have in a household has been baking for 15 minutes yes. and you've opened the oven up. Now, <laughs> I love... I nearly passed out. I, I came over not long after that to find you throwing up at the back <laughs> of the house. <laughs> what I love though, it's such a strong smell. Like, I know you said, I only opened the door a little bit, I put the potato in. It. How could you... I Because opened- Nicola had spent all day cleaning the house since I- she'd been home from work. So, I thought... Okay, it's either she's cleaned, it's the, cleaning she's cleaned the toilets right, and it smells okay. the house out. All right, that gives me some... So, I walked out of here I and I'm like, know oh, that man, before. the toilet smells because I thought it was toilet cleaner. I get to the oven and I was like, whatever. So, I open it up and bam. And yep. then Nicola, right, this is this is the kicker. Nicola doesn't believe me that I'm sick. She thinks I'm over-exaggerating <laughs> to sort of reinforce that you're an idiot. You should, you should have told me about the oven cleaner, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm standing by the back door, hand in my uh, face in my hand saying, I don't feel well, babe. I really don't feel well. And she's just saying, oh, don't be an idiot. Go, get, suck it up. You've whatever. already established on this podcast that you are an exaggerator when it comes to oh, feeling ill of course yes yeah. and then it bit me on the ass because yeah. i actually was sick and i needed help and nicola wasn't helping me yeah. she just continued cutting the vegetables you're the boy who cried up and cleaned up yeah, and then i just threw up everywhere bitch walks in i'm like hey man i've just been throwing up <laughs> yeah it was hilarious but what I, I until you just explained then that there was cleaning products all through the house because i opened the door the first thought in my head is 
Smells like oven cleaner in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how you could have missed it. And, and I smell oven cleaner for days, man. <laughs> Saturday, I got home from the football, passed out the couch. I yeah. was just stuffed. Yeah. Man. Well, fortunately, Dando is still alive, yeah. and we our podcast <laughs> continues. The podcast was nearly half edited. That would have been my memory. Like, that yeah. would be like my what, what's the my moment in history? What would you call it? My legacy. Yeah, I would have been sitting down to the editing controls like Homer, trying to save the power plant. It would have been eighty, like, eighty, <laughs> mighty mo. <laughs> it would be like the lost episode. <laughs> Anyway, so that's our story for the week. Do you want to get into our review now? Before then, though, let's uh, remind everyone, if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, please, facebook.com slash discount at fourfingerpod on Twitter, at fourfingerdiscount on Instagram, youtube.com slash discount. Make sure you subscribe to us. Over 500 subscribers that's now. That's cool. We've Go got all strong. bases covered. Have we got Snapchat? Do we need to do like Snap Stories or Ooh. whatever they're called? Would people be interested in a four-finger discount Does Snapchat? anyone want to see dick pics of Dando and I? <laughs> Apparently, he's... Ash has, hasn't she? That's all, <laughs> that's all I understand about Snapchat. Like, you, you send out photos of genitals. Yes. Yeah, okay. Should we create our own Tinder profile as well? This is where, it, well, I made a Tinder profile for Troy McClure. No one swiped left. Really? Or right. Which way do you swipe? Well, on, I'm a married t- man. I don't know which way to swipe on Tinder. Don't lie. Why have you <laughs> ever told me about this? We should be promoting it on the page. Did not, I thought I sent you the screenshot of it. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, it's, um, is uh, his interest fish? No, I did, <laughs> I did his um, the photo, like the display photo that I had was of him like about to jump into bed. It was like, rawr. Oh, you did send me that screenshot, yeah. but I think I thought you just sent me the screenshot as if to say, look what I found. No, I made that. Oh, it's you. Yeah, you should post it if you haven't already. I will. Maybe that'll actually get him some traction because <laughs> I had like his profile as, uh, hi, I'm actor Troy McClure. You might remember me from such dating sites as Ashley Madison, because it was around about the Ashley Madison yeah. scandal, and okay, Cupid, stupid. So you made up your own ones? Oh, yeah. Well played, sir. Yeah, thank you. If you go on Tinder, do you just do a search? I'm not sure how it works. Um, no, I think it, it just comes through with people at random based on the area that you are in. So if they're not in Geelong, they'll never find it? No. Well, you can set like your proximity to, you know... The world? Up to 20Ks, 30Ks, <laughs> or if you're super desperate, up to 400Ks. I'll drive there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, world. let's get into today's review. So, a few facts about the episode. Sam Simon thought that the three plots of Homer and Marge's marriage, the birth of Bart, and Homer getting his new job at the power plant yep. should have been three episodes. He thought they were wasting episodes. By, by pl- having them as three separate... By okay. having them all in one episode. Yeah, right. He apparently wasn't happy about it. But I think they did a good job of blending the three all into one. Mm. It didn't seem like they were leaving anything out. I feel like if you were going to focus on one of those storylines, it would have felt a bit watered down. Well, what it did do, and what I'd forgotten about this episode if I was watching it from a purely critical standpoint is it meant the episode always had momentum every scene had a goal to get towards so i yeah i think it made it move along at a really brisk pace by having it the way they did but didn't come across as if they were selling it short by any means i originally thought they maybe could have focused more on the wedding side of things but then i realized that it wasn't much of a wedding it was just homer and marge like how much can you really do yeah exactly and if you focus more on it it just becomes more depressing it's really sad how shit their wedding was (laughs) well it's sad for marge because I mean, she would have no no girl grows up dreaming of getting married that way, but it's kind of beautiful in that way though. If you yeah. love someone so much that you just decide, well, I don't care. I just want to be married to you. That's what I had here in my notes. That Marge is like the ultimate wife. Like mm. she just through thick and thin. She's just so appreciative of just the fact that she's getting married to home. She doesn't care where or when it is. It's mm. just yeah, really. They wrote her character great. Another fact being, now I noticed this as well in the opening scenes. The eyes of the characters were really big. And their pupils were really, really big. Okay. Now, apparently, this was an issue the Koreans had decided they wanted to draw the eyes with round stencils. 
So the eyes were too perfect oh, and like they were it. bigger than they, they normally were. Yeah, and okay. the, pu- the pupils were stenciled as well. Yeah. And apparently they were just freaking out about it, but it was too late. Yeah. So in this episode, the pupils, all the characters look like they're stone. That would explain why it. I didn't notice that specifically, but I was watching going, something feels off. Yeah, I was. No- I wrote it down. I said, the, the animation's really weird and I couldn't quite figure it out either. Then I watched your commentary, the eyes. Yeah. If you watch it now, the eyes are like the full size of their face. I'm going to go back to it. Yeah, the eyes are ginormous. Well, it's the pupils in particular, the pupils are what, really pissed the animators off or pissed the producers off back in You mean in the it US. wasn't me noggin, it was their peepers. <laughs> Another fact here. Mm. Well, this is more of a mistake that I noticed. I, it wasn't a mistake on, that you noticed. It wasn't written on Wikipedia and it wasn't mentioned in the audio commentary. Oh. In the final scene when Homer is saying to the kids how appreciative he is that they're his children. Yeah. That he has them, he's blessed. Yeah, yeah. In one shot, Maggie's bow tie disappears and then reappears again. Oh, okay. She's just a bald little baby. Yeah, right. Well, that's because they wanted to start using bow ties with round stencils. Ah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing was, now this was not mentioned on Wikipedia, but it was mentioned in the commentary. Okay. And I didn't pick up on it. This is what I was talking It's rare. Normally, Wikipedia is just what the commentary is. I stopped kind of listening to the commentaries because I put all this work in and go, oh, yeah, man, I'm glad I listened to that. And then I jump on Wikipedia and it's the first thing there. I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm not 100% certain that this is correct, but the, the guys that doing the commentary were pretty certain... This was the first time we heard Smithers' first name, Waylon. Oh, okay. That's a big deal. I remember I was telling you that off the air before. That is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. You, exactly. You, Dando, it's not just the listeners that we tease every now and then with like, stick around and you'll hear this. He did it to me. He's like, I've got this great bombshell for you. I can't tell you until we start recording. <laughs> bombshell. That was three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I finally found out. <laughs> yeah, so at, in the final scenes when he's he, when Smithers says you don't want to employ Homer mm. he goes he reminds me of a young go-getter named Waylon Smithers yeah right okay yeah so it's the first time we heard his name cool so it was a really cool little fact that you think would have been all over Wikipedia but yeah wasn't. you would have thought it just seems like a big deal anyway whatever so time for the review the original air date was December 26th 1991 making this the last episode to air in 1991 yes it would just before or just after Christmas you think there'd be shit ratings the day after Christmas don't you reckon Boxing well, maybe not. Day. Christmas Day, maybe, but Boxing Day, maybe not so much. Yeah, what else have you got to do? You'd... Well, you're watching the Boxing Day test. I would be, but that's only going through until about 5.30 at night. Yes, then, that is true. And then the night is young. Straight into The Simpsons. Uh, the chalkboard gag was, I will not torment the emotionally frail. And nor should you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, if there's any... If there's any type of frailty that you shouldn't be making fun of. Well, like, that's a, Bart is a terrible person if he's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and the couch gag is the family, except Maggie, cartwheel into the shot and strike a pose. Maggie hops onto the couch and joins them striking the same pose with their arms stretched out, mm. which was quite a popular couch gag that mm. I saw throughout the 90s. Now, it kicks off with Marge taking the Barnacle Bill pregnancy test. And the reason they chose this was because of why? Homer getting a free part. And I love the way he's puffing it. Yeah, it's amazing. So, so he's in love Just with leading it. against the shower, all <laughs> Cary Grant-like. Um, the, it was it's meant to be either purple or blue, but it comes out pink. Comes out pink. Yes. So uh, according to the test, if the test should fail, to a doctor set sail. Yeah. <laughs> so Marge sets off to the doctor. Now, I thought it was interesting here that they, they made it seem like it was a negative that she was pregnant. And it's not something that you see very often in cartoons in particular. No, it's not. And should be celebrated. I you know? really loved that. Yeah. F- coming from a standpoint of someone that would be terrified if I woke up tomorrow to find out that I was about to have a child. Yeah. Um, I really dug the, the response there from home. And particularly, I guess where they get away f- with it is that they already have three kids. So they don't need to kind of go with that whole... Seventh heaven, kind of everything is a miracle, and then we should be blessed. Like it's that. It's more the approach of no, we have children, and one more will ruin us. Like we <laughs> we can't afford it. Yeah. yeah, we've been through enough as it is. And 
I loved, um, you know, Marge is talking about morning sickness, but I loved Homer's line of, um, I have the same tightness of chest and profuse sweating that I always get. <laughs> like, but that would be me, like, just utter panic. Yeah. Like, you know. I think, I think I'm at the point now, if, if Ford wasn't closing down, I wasn't losing my job, I wouldn't care. Mm. But because I'm losing my job, it would bother me. Because yeah. I'm the type of person that likes to be financially set before I'm going to have a kid. Yeah. You don't want to have a six-month-old judging you for not having a job. <laughs> that, that's got to be degrading to anybody. I just think they, they use the music cue of the sort of upsetting, depressing music and Homer just looking at the window, just nervous. Yeah, your mother just broke her leg. <laughs> that's the greatest excuse. <laughs> I did like that the kids were excited, but mm. Homer was sort of more realistic. Yeah, sure. For you, a baby's all fun and games. For me, it's diaper changes and midnight feedings. Doesn't mom do that stuff? Yeah, but I have to hear about it. Homer's line of actually I threw up more than your mother Did he say, I don't remember that That was about like Bart asking about whether or not Marge got bad morning sickness or something ah, like that yeah, Actually right. Bart I threw up more than your mother Hilarious Bart's, Bart's excited for a new baby so he can race them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is where Homer starts telling the story And we get the flashback to Springfield 1980 mm. Holy shit Super Tramp Yes How good was I know I'd forgotten all about that And the most amazing thing happened well, he actually mentioned Supertramp as well, which was a good setup for it. Yeah. yeah. And an hour before watching this episode uh, and sitting down to review it, I was in the kitchen preparing some dinner. And for no reason at all, I was walking around singing Supertramp to myself. And I was thinking to myself, how good a Supertramp? Like, Breakfast in America in particular, that album just like nails everything about yeah. music. But I'd completely forgotten that it was actually in the episode. So I'm sitting down doing my review and then boom, Supertramp. I... I I could have stopped the episode right there and it would have been in my top five of all time. <laughs> you came and you're like, I forgot how great this episode was. It's it's, it's right up there. And I'm just like, eh, it's okay. Mm. But obviously, it was Super Tramp that put Super it Tramp got me right over the edge. <laughs> I thought it would have been Dolly Parton if, 9 to 5. Like, <laughs> if, you're, if you haven't, like, just check out Breakfast in America. It's such a goddamn good album. Like, normally a band that you like releases an album, there's one or two good songs on it. There's like six good classic hits on that. I didn't realise you were such a Supertramp fan. <laughs> well, I think it's only that album because I listened <laughs> I looked them up on uh, that and Brian Adams that's all you wrote I looked them up on Spotify <laughs> and I was listening to some other stuff and they didn't do the high pitch singing. I only like them when they're in that high pitch frame of mind. Yeah. Um, Goodbye stranger. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something about it. I just love like it's they kind of do the thing that Ben Folds do and they get a, they mash a whole bunch of sounds that shouldn't go together but they make it work somehow. You know who I love? Who are very similar? ELO. Yeah, right, definitely. They're fucking incredible. Blinded by the light. Oh, uh, did they sing that? Yeah. Bruce Springsteen sang that. Oh, I've never heard that happen. Anyway, we're, we're way off we're track. We're way off track. Let's get back into it. The point so, is Supertramp was really greatly used in the song, although I don't think it was actually them. It might have been a sound alike. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Homer's working at the mini golf course and he's had a, having a bit of difficulty with the speed of the windmill blades. Yeah. <laughs> going too fast. I loved that that was, you know, you obviously... The joke being that the windmill blades would be mechanical, but you open a door and there's like a man there. <laughs> it, it reminded me of the donuts spinning in the power plant. What makes a spin? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, but it's also on a on a more literary level. It reminded me of uh, the Morlocks and the Eloys from the um, the Time Machine. Like yeah. you've just, you know, I just love that joke. If you peel back a layer, and there's just this greasy, sweaty man who's making this magic happen. <laughs> Uh, then and then the boss, if you keep this up, you'd be the guy handing out the putters. Yes, yes, sir. sir. <laughs> He's so happy. <laughs> uh, we cut back to present day, and Bart and Lisa have already lost interest. Well, they thought that that was the moral of the story. Yeah, you, know, you had trouble with the blades, you slowed them down, everything was good. 
And then Lisa has the line here of, sorry, Dad, we have the short attention spans. We watch a lot of TV. That's still true today. We have mm. even less... At- our attention span is even less now. We see shit on the internet. We're just like, click, click, click. Oh, that's interesting. Click, uh, click, click. I've checked my Facebook feed three times since we started recording. <laughs> you have been. <laughs> I can't believe people sit here and listen to us talk for 90 minutes. How do we keep their attention? What small, are we doing? Small breaks, I assume. Just pushing pause? Yeah. You know, you get in a car, you listen to it for 10 to 15 minutes, and then you get out somewhere, you you come back, you listen to 10 to 15 minutes, you look up some, I don't know, whatever, whatever filth <laughs> it is that you guys are into, you come back to us. But some people must listen to us all the way through because I'll put the podcast up at like 1am our time. Yeah. I'll wake up for work like 6.30, bang, we've got messages already saying, mm. you forgot to talk about this, you forgot to talk about that. Yeah, those guys have got too much attention span. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then we cut back to 1980, and Homer is picking Marge up for a date. Um, the sisters and her mother. What's her mother's name again? I was called Lady Bouvier. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Bouvier. That's all. I, that's all I know her as. They're putting him down. If you like being pawed by something fat and lazy, we could get a cat. It would leave less hair on the couch. <laughs> I don't like why they're always so mean to Homer. He's done nothing wrong to them. No, it's just that classic evil stepsister. Yeah, like what? Well, well, it's for, for him, comedy reasons. Yeah, they're yeah. not stepsister, st- sister-in-law, but that yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much what they are. It's a good setup though for later in the episode when Homer eventually defends himself and sticks, stands up to them. Yeah, it's a really it cool moment that is. Yeah, you're not used to seeing him stick up for himself. You know, mm. it also kind of adds a little touching moment to when either Patty or Selmy wants. Yeah, Selma, Selma. Selma wants to tell Marge about it. You know, there's like, it's when you see the evil person want to do something good in storytelling that you feel more for them and it, it kind of gives it more weight. It sort of differentiates Patty from Selma because Patty's just stern, nope, let's not tell her, let's mm. fuck with him. But Selma has the heart. Selma's the one that wants the baby in later episodes. And yeah. They sort of, this is where it starts to separate the two. Yeah. Not the same. So we get the classic scene coming up where I completely forgot it was in this episode. The Empire, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Wow, what an ending. Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Ah, thank you! Oh, thank you, Mr. Blow the Picture for me! I went to the premiere of Force Awakens. I didn't, but there were several people walking out saying, I can't believe Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. Yeah, right. And then people were saying, hey, way to ruin the movie for me, Mr. Yeah, Yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was just, I was like, Simpsons fans. And then someone walked out and said, I can't believe that Han Solo was killed and he was just set upon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, can you imagine... You took it too far, man! (laughs) Oh, did you want to say that when you walked out? Did you want to ruin it for people? I, I no. personally didn't. Cause no, that, I'd never do that I would to be, anybody. I would be devastated if someone no. had ruined it I mean, it I've done me. it to everyone listening to this that hasn't listened, but <laughs> I feel I, any genuine anyone that would really care has already watched has, the movie. Of course, yeah. yeah. Saw it like the day it came out. Yeah. And Homer has a great line here, by the way, of you're pretty as Princess Leia, but as smart as Yoda. Yeah. Tell me you've never said that to Nicole. I've said it to so Nicola. It Nicola. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, no, I haven't said it to her. You've never used that line on Nick. I don't remember that line until I rewatched well, She's this not episode. big on Star Wars, so she might not have She understood. likes it now. Okay. I've never been proud of her as a husband, right? I was in the car <laughs> right the other day driving. I just went, bum, bum, ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum, <laughs> and she knew what it was. <laughs> I was like, I Did win. she join in? Uh, no, she didn't. She was like, is that Darth Vader's music, isn't uh, it? I was that's like, close. Oh, what? Oh, I mean, like, that's oh, very I close. You, I thought you meant, well, it's close. It's not quite Darth Vader. I'm like, no, that's the Imperial... No, no, no. I meant, like, it's close to perfection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have was... been better as if she came in with... If she had started doing the bass line while you were doing the melody. <laughs> <laughs> she learned how to play out on the saxophone for me. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with that. I was very, very happy. Uh, and then we get the singing in the car on the way back from the movies. 
And now there was a mistake that Homer does when he's singing. Singing right? the wrong lyric. That was an ad lib by Dan. Oh, nice. Perfect for the scene. Just yeah. adds a little bit of character to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, these episodes, the flashbacks are very sweet. I like mm. the sweet moments in them. This was the first really sweet moment where they're just teenagers in love. Well, I yeah. think they might be in their well, 20s, 20s by this point. But, but yeah, they're just young people in love, you know? And just it really, really came through with this scene. You can just see mm. that Marge is genuinely in love with Homer. I, I think it's nice to see Homer and Marge like this because you don't really, obviously, when they're older, you get moments, but yeah, more often they're than not, not they're with each other. No, well, that's because more often than not, when you get them alone, they're busy dealing with an issue. Yeah, like that. I mean, that's how storytelling is. Like it's so it, they don't get many times where they get to just be in love. So then we get them in the castle mm. and they join the castle club. A couple fantastic little bits of in- innuendo. Yes, yeah. the uh, don't worry, this castle is impregnable. Yeah. And then, of course, the guy putting the ball into the hole. There's a couple of ways you could read into that. I mean, there is the, just the ball going into a hole. Hey, 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 if anyone's <laughs> paying attention. Or you could go semen fertilizing an egg. Yes. Either or. And then lights go exploding and the guy just jumping up with fist pumps. Amazing. <laughs> Apparently, there's a bit of sort of like, um, this starts a bit of history. On the Wikipedia page, it says, but we learned that Bart gets conceived in the castle at the miniature golf course. Hmm which sets a trend for future storylines. But I can't... There's a reference to this in a Futurama episode. Is there? It gets called back, where I think Fry or someone... No, um, Seymour in... I think it's the Jurassic Park episode, but there's a moment where Seymour is looking for Fry. He walks past a mini-golf course that is the same mini-golf course from The Simpsons, and there's a sign saying up about um, windmill hole closed due to someone soiling the greens or something oh. along those lines. Futurama is great for stuff like that. Uh, so then it cuts to Homer and Barney watching Charlie's Angels at Barney's apartment. Mm. Marge gives Homer the phone call and explains that, you know, <laughs> I, well, I think I know why I've been sick. Homer, the cookie dough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my trivia questions. It's what was Homer eating? Such a fantastic visual joke. If you, yeah. like, You've got to watch the episode because this is one that we can't share for you, but yeah. it's just hilarious. Squeezing it. it He's just out. eating cookie dough out of the container as, as soon as he hears it. It's just this involuntary squeeze. Well, it's, it's better than him like spraying water out of his mouth or something, isn't mm. it? It's just that, oh, yeah. <laughs> coming out. So then they go to the Dr. Hibbert. He confirms. Homer yells out, no. The guy, poor guy. Yeah, the guy <laughs> in the full body cast. Yeah, Homer's getting a kid, but he's the poor guy. Yeah. Then he gives him another classic pamphlet. Uh, oh, so you've ruined your life? Yes. <laughs> Much like so you've decided very, to steal cable or very you're cynical. going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I think so you're going to die is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you would never give anyone a pamphlet that says that. Grandpa then tells Homer that, you know, you've won. It's time to propose to her because... Because you'll never do better. Yeah, you're lucky bastard. The fish has jumped into the boat. You just got to knock her out with the oar. (laughs) I think it's... This scene sort of solidifies Homer just never had a great father figure to support him. No. Whenever we see Grandpa in the flashbacks, he's drunk. Or he he has alcohol. He's just sitting by this... In this dingy kitchen. Mm. He just looks rough. It's kind of... I mean, obviously later they did Grandpa being flying hellfish and that sort of thing, but... I really feel like there was a kind of period where they went with Abe as being this, if I wanted to read into it, as being this ex either Korea or Vietnam veteran who has suffered from post-traumatic stress and does drink and, like, you know, he's lost his wife. Abe's really got a pretty shit life. Like, they're always in a fairly cheap house. Is it his own fault, though? Yeah, probably. But, I mean, regardless of whether or not it is, like, that's just how he's dealing with it. I do think they make Grandpa more sympathetic in later seasons. Mm. But in these flashbacks, he's just, yeah, he's not great. And if, even when, um, remember when Homer's doing the gymnastics and he's like, you're going to choke yeah, or something like that. It's just, he's always making Homer's life hell when he's mm. younger. Anyway, which is why I think it's sad later in the episode when he says to Mrs. Bouvier, 
thanks, mum. She says, don't ever call me that. I think that's really sad because Homer doesn't have a mother figure. Yeah, So, he's true. like, he calls her mum. She's like, and she's just abandoning him as well. She's yeah. like, I don't want you to ever call me mum. Yeah. He just, he has no role models in his life, Homer, at all, which sort of explains the why he turned out the Where way he did. Where he ends did. up, yeah. So, Homer obviously decides to propose to Marge. He was trying to be romantic, but it just didn't work. Just did it just did not work. <laughs> she got a face full of ass crack while yep. she was reading a card. Yeah. It was nice when he wrote, though. It's like, oh, I was going to put it down on a card. Yeah. Uh, is this it? I don't know. What's it say? <laughs> <laughs> you would never say that. But <laughs> reads out the whole thing. Will you marry me? That's the card. Give it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is really nice when he writes, though. Mm. And I love the way he celebrates. In your face, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the end of the first act. Cut back to, from commercial. Um, the kids want to name the new baby. A bit of yeah. a dated reference here. Cool Mo D. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's a rapper. Oh, okay. It's part of my trivia questions as well. Oh, okay. So you know nothing about No, it? I know nothing about rap. I'm a <laughs> very white human being. <laughs> and Ariel, was obviously it- from... Ariel from The Little Mermaid? Yes, Little so Mermaid. I'm, I'm yeah. across that. That was yeah. white people entertainment. Was Cool Mo D part of NWA? I have no idea. I, I know what he's, what he's one of the things he's famous for, which is the trivia question. Okay. So, um, and then once he starts the story again, Homer, the kids, they zip off off screen because yep. they don't want to listen to the story. Now, they, they were animated like a blur, which apparently had not been used since the shorts. Sort oh, of like a throwback yeah, right. to the shorts days. And because Graining obviously didn't like them being too cartoonish mm. like that kind of look. So, But they, they threw it in there. Uh, Homer and Marge, they've decided to go ring shopping for an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get the classic naming Bart scene. Homer, I've been thinking, if the baby's a boy, what do you think of the name Larry? Marge, we can't do that. All the kids will call him Larry Fairy. Well, how about Louie? They'll call him Screwy Louie. Bob? Slob. Luke? Puke. Marcus? Mucus. What about Bart? Let's see. Bart, cart, dart, e-art. Nope. Can't see any problem with that. It was funny because I knew that must... That comedy must transcend non-Simpsons fans as well. Because I was watching it with Nicole in the room. And she was and as laughing. Soon as, that, as soon as that came on, she started laughing. And yeah. I was like, so that's obviously funny to everybody. Did you ever get anything with Brendan? What rhymes with Brendan? Yeah, I was going to say, you've got a pretty safe name. Yeah. Um, What's yours, Mitch? Bitch? Yeah, Mitch, bitch. That was the that was the most common one. Glitch? Uh, yeah, Mitch. Uh, they used to have, it was like Mitch the bitch sitting in a ditch right in the middle of cricket pitch. That Like they, they stretched it out to this kind of long... Rhyme when I was about nine or so. That was fine. I've had therapy and there's no <laughs> fucking. So, I mean, I'm good about it now. It's just you've got to have little release points every now and then. You burn down three or four houses and you can put it in the past. <laughs> just like your mate, yeah? Burning yeah, down the front door. Exactly. <laughs> See, even Dando doesn't really rhyme with much, but people would try and push it and say dildo. And I'm like, that does. Yeah. Not even close. It's got two D's and an O. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, dildo. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess you're funny. <laughs> there used to be a teacher. My health teacher used to always go, can you hear the drums for Dando? And I was like, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's one of the worst things I've I ever know. Heard. Every time he would be reading out the, the roll, can you hear the drums for Dando? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving along swiftly. <laughs> so, um, I need a shower. <laughs> So they choose Bart as the name, and Homer then chooses, or Marge then chooses the ring, or Homer chooses the ring. How are you going to pay for it, sir? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Shotgun Pete's to get married. When I watch this, I just think, poor Marge. Like, mm. She's such a trooper. She deserves better than this. Yeah. She's such a perfect wife for Homer. Yeah. She's still. Per- she'd be a perfect wife for anybody. What a setting. And I love for Homer, like Homer's pride and triumph in the voiceover here. We drove to the state lines. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the, the voice of the um lunch lady Doris voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doris yeah. Grow Grow G R A U. Yeah, right. Oh no, you pronounce the last name. No. But everyone knows who she is. Lunch yeah. lady Doris. Yeah. Be sure to get this punched every time. The tenth wedding is on the house. Hey, this marriage is gonna last forever. <laughs> no matter how many times I hear that, it always makes me laugh. I love when the guys are asking for the vows. Uh, mm. Homer, same same words, roles, names reversed. Names reversed. <laughs> I love his, Here Comes a Bride being played on a David O'Doherty style, like little yeah. portable Korg keyboard. I did like, though, that they had Marge, they designed it, she's just starting to show pregnancy. Yeah, okay. And throughout the whole episode, until she is birthed to butt, she's she get, keeps bigger. getting bigger. Every time you see she's getting bigger and yep. bigger. Just a good way of showing time passing by. Yeah. I sort of envisioned this episode when I first watched it that, well, must happen in a short period of time, but mm. it mustn't be. It must be, obviously, over at o- least nine over months. period, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes me think, I wonder how long Mar- uh, Homer had ditched Marge for. Because mm. I don't really I sort of... think some weeks, Probably month. three months, you'd yeah, say. Yeah, maybe. It must be a long period of time. Anyway, yeah. it's just I was just something, sort of thinking about that. Another nice touch with the animation was that when the photo gets taken, the eyes go red. Yeah, I didn't notice that. That's cool. Before iPhone red eye fix. Yeah. yeah. And then they spend the night sleeping on the couch, which was kind of depressing. Funny camera cut. Yeah. Like it looks like they're in bed together. Well, it sort of does. You can see it's like there's something in between them. Yeah, but to an, like it doesn't look it like looks, they're on two couches in a yes. lounge room though. And then, yeah, I think it's Patty just tells them to shut yeah. up. Whatever. It's the, um like there's the style of joke telling Cole to pull back and reveal. And this is like... Normally, that's in when you're talking about something and you throw some extra information in. So, like, you know, I was um, I was just sitting around the other day uh, naked, scratching myself, and um, then I got off the bus and I went out to the <laughs> shops. So, you know, like, you don't know that the what's going on is funny until the very last line, and this is a, a visual representation of the pullback and reveal. Do you think they had the characters Patty and Summer being so cruel to Homer because they're jealous that they have their own man? Obviously, mm, I know Patty becomes lesbian. Maybe, in like but no, 16. I think it's more that they just need... Comedy, black and white, you need evil. Yeah. it's. All, I just think it's so cliche, though, the, the evil mother-in-law and the evil sister-in-law. It is, but it's oh, kind do, of... Do you have a sister or brother-in-law that doesn't like you? I don't. Um, Not to my face, anyway. I I assume he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> Done his taxes a couple times. That's got to count for something. Do you do it cheap, though? Uh, yeah. I think he might have given me a bottle of bourbon year one, and I got nothing year two. So anyway, so Marge and Homer, well, Marge in particular is worried about the money. They need to be able to afford all this baby stuff because Homer's got the baby money. It's just basically mm. walkie-talkies. Yeah. Baby to Marge, baby to Marge. <laughs> wah, wah. Over. <laughs> so what I would do. Yeah, I know. He suggests getting a job at the power plant. Marge says that, doesn't it make you sterile? <laughs> now you tell now me. Now you tell me. <laughs> a joke as a kid, never understood. Yeah. Hilarious as you're, as you're an adult. Which I think, uh, we're getting a few messages this week of people saying that you've made me realise just how funny the show is for completely different reasons mm. as an adult than when you're a kid and it, it really show, shows because these early episodes I think I watched probably season say three to seven the most yep. when I was a kid and now that I'm doing these reviews it's just like watching them all over again I love it I think with season three we're really, they're really starting to hit their stride with the writing mm. and I'm just I'm really starting to enjoy doing the reviews I think the first couple of seasons you got to admit, they, it wasn't as fun to do the reviewing because they weren't great episodes. Every now and then. Some of the episodes were still really good, but yeah. a, lot of it, a lot of it was a bit of a slog. And now I'm really looking forward to reviewing it. Like I watched this one three or four times just to get all the review done, just yeah. to watch the audio commentary, just to enjoy it. Yeah. i got to be honest. Sometimes, though, for me, it's easier to review the ones that aren't as good because I've got more to talk about. There's more that I can add to it, whereas the ones that are really good, I go, shit, what am I going to talk about? Like everything's on, everything's in the show. You don't want to spend the whole episode saying, oh, I love this. Mm. Oh, I just love that, which is probably what we've been doing this entire episode. But anyway, 
So uh, Homer goes for the job at the power plant and he's just got no hope from the beginning because one of them knows Smithers and the other one's from the, Albuquerque or something? No, he's from the... Was it Albuquerque? He's from Alabama. Alabama. He's from the yeah. Alabama chapter of the same, <laughs> of the same frat house. And uh, it, was, it was so sad watching Homer trying roll to fit on, in. Roll on. <laughs> roll on. La, 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 la. <laughs> You're just like, oh, poor Homer. He yeah. stands on no chance at all. He's really trying to, poor, poor guy. And then we flash forward or we cut to the mooning scene, which I know you appreciate. It was really funny. Like, Hibbert just... It's, it was really good to see that Bart was evil from being a... Like a barely glown a fetus, a, a fetus, yeah, <laughs> basically, like just an embryo that managed to have a, a. It was actually very well formed for that early on in the pregnancy. Yeah, that is true. It. But yeah, like so, Hibbert's doing the ultrasound, and then Bart rolls over as a. Hmm. If I didn't know better, I'd swear he was trying to moon us. Cuts to Smithers saying, "What is your worst quality?" And one of them's like, "I try too hard." I'm something. a workaholic. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> my favorite from Homer: things start to go missing from the workplace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just perfect. It keeps going on and on. He's like, yeah, okay, we're done. We're yeah. done. We don't need to continue. I love Dan's reading on the line. Like, Smith is doing his hypotheticals. There's a problem with the reactor. What do you do? There's a problem with the reactor. <laughs> we're all going to die. It's like the um, PDA disbands. Yeah. Then when the guy yeah. jumps out the window. And yeah, then, oh, yeah. And yeah. then like, there was no reason to worry. So, the guy jumps back through the window yeah. again. It's one of those scenes. But Dan's reading is so good in that that it scared my dog. My dog was asleep really? on the couch, and then Homer screamed, "There's a problem with the reactor. We're all gonna die." My dog lifted his head up. He's like, "Huh? Reactor? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here!" Exactly. My dog is a nuclear technician, so oh, like of that, course, yeah, that Good freaked him. God. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't get the job, and Marge is still supportive. As I said, she's a great partner. Yeah. So, and then Homer then says, "Kid, I won't let you down. I swear to you, when you come out of there, the first thing you're gonna see is a man with a good job." Yeah, the doctor. <laughs> Which is probably the best zinger we've had from Patty and Summer yeah. to date, yeah. I think. And it's a, as much as you talk about it being mean, that's a pretty funny line. <laughs> my other, I think my favourite Patty and Summer zinger is when he says, it's a place I've never been before, <laughs> the shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably my favourite. I'm still a big fan of, as simple as it is, oh, look, he's wearing pants. <laughs> oh, oh, you lunch. <laughs> Cut to the Homer getting a job montage. Oh, what, and what a montage it is. What a crappy candle. It makes the kid cry. <laughs> Ye old candle shop. What a crappy Here it is. candle. <laughs> uh, gets to kick up the ass, gets the fight from there. And he becomes a knife salesman. Door to door selling knives. Yep. Shake hands with a glyco. Handle <laughs> ah. first, handle first. Such a great squeal from the old woman. And then we get the pitiless pup attack dog school. Yeah. Now they said here in the commentary that there yeah, was, I thought you said you like dogs. Yeah. There was a really long pause on the sign to sort of so you can read it. Oh yeah. But it was overly long, like three times longer than yeah, it needed to be, which and is that was a- to fill in time. Oh okay. They said the ep- Al Jean said the episode was running short. Yeah. We just found ways to just we needed three seconds. Yes. It's um yeah that was because so often they have those gags that are just in the background. It was unusual for it to draw attention to it for for so long anyway. Mm. And then. He goes and then to the, the, get rich yeah, the Get Rich Scheme. Yeah, the Get Rich Quick Scheme. Yeah. This isn't one of those pyramid schemes you've been hearing about. Our model is the trapezoid. <laughs> Do you think they said the trapezoid because it's a trap? I think it's just a funny word. Uh, well, I, I just thought because they're, they're trapping them into it. A little bit of that. You could, yeah. I don't know. That's just the way I saw it anyway. Yeah. And, oh no, the cops. The cops. 
Have you ever been to one of those things? No, I'm not an idiot. Oh, Nicola, <laughs> Nicola and I went to this thing when we were in Surfers Paradise so we can get... Oh, Surfers! Yeah. That's the first warning sign. <laughs> but we were there... Was it timeshare accommodation? Yeah, Is that what we were there for just under two hours, but yeah. we both got a $100 gift card for Coles. Oh, okay. That's not bad. So, we got $200 for free. Well, you got something out of it. Yeah, $100 an hour. It's yeah. worth it. Man, they, they are persistent. I know. Have oh. you ever seen the South Park episode about timeshare? No. It's fucking hilarious. Like, they all they, they go to the snow and there's someone trying to sell timeshare property in a mountain and they can't leave. Like, every time they walk out of a door, there's just this, like, they're in another room. Yes, they, that's what happens. They appear there again. Like, hi, guys. Are you, have you thought about it yet? <laughs> He'll say, all right, I'll just leave you here for a minute. I'll just go get my mate or whatever. Yep. And then he comes in with, like, his boss. Yep. And then he fails. So, he goes, gets his boss. Yep. And you're like, I'm getting scared now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. never going to be able to leave this place. <laughs> But we stuck it out and we got 200 bucks for it. I just it. came here for punch. Yeah. Uh, so then the guys start from the repo depot start coming to repossess all the baby equipment and mm. Marge's ring, which is pretty sad. They're taking her engagement yeah, ring off her. Yeah, that one sucks. Repossessing stuff is the hardest part of my job. And then Homer decides he's had enough. It's time he leaves and sorts his shit out. And he writes the letter. The letter. It's the first letter I think he's written since the suicide note. I think so. Yes, certainly the, of this sort Obviously of. Obviously, this came beforehand in it's the very timeline. But in the timeline, but uh, but yeah, it's very similar to that suicide letter. Not to the extreme, but like I said, I think I thought it, by the time you read this, I'll be gone. Yeah. He does it while they're in the sleep. He leaves. At least he says he's coming back. Yeah, true. Once he sorts his shit out, but it's a dick move though. You're leaving a pregnant wife, hmm. not just not just your wife, a, your pregnant your wife. Your pregnant wife. I know he's going for the, what he thinks is the right reasons, but like we said, they do a very good job of making him sympathetic and understand mm. whilst he's doing it. And then the way you, what you mentioned before, he does actually send money back. Yeah. Which makes you feel, okay, he actually is it's helping. It's crucial to that sequence. Oh, that 100%. That. Without that there, then he's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, come back from commercial, Mar- Marge has found the letter. She's upset that the sisters console her. There, there, dear. We're all in shock. I thought he'd two-time you for a while first. You know what I was going to say, by the way? Homer, when he leaves, he's wearing a suit in that sequence. Looks a lot like Herb. You're right, because he's got the, the Herb hair, hasn't yeah, he? And yeah, he's got a little more and he's a little less. B, he's got B-sharp Homer hair. Yeah, he does kind of have a B-sharp like Homer hair. Sort of parted in the middle at yeah. the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Paddy and Summer then see him working at Gulp and Blow. Mm. Uh, Summer wants to tell Marge, and Paddy tells her not to. Yep. Because they, how do they realise they find hair in their face? Hair in the taco. Yeah, hair in the taco. Uh, this taco has hair in it. <laughs> so that... That was more Larry King than it was. <laughs> oh, no. It was a nice moment from Selma, though, because she she genuinely wants to help not just Marge, Homer as well. Selma has feelings. I don't think Patty does. Do you think they really wanted to sort of start differentiating the characters in this episode? Because um, up to this maybe. point, they've, they've, they've pretty much been the same person split in two. Well, Selma wanted Principal Skinner, and then she was like the lovey-dovey one, and Patty ended up falling for Patty, and Patty was just like straightforward. Yeah. I don't want a bloke in my life. Yeah. But it was probably more. I reckon it was more Principal Charming that differentiated the characters a little bit, and then they just started to play on that a bit from here as well. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, after this is where we see Homer is given the money. I do like when he's reading it out. X X X yep. instead of kiss kiss kiss. Yeah. <laughs> he's walking past the power plant. Great delivery here from <laughs> Hank. Yeah, donut. Oh, from Hank. Yes. Every oh. color of the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny on paper. No. Hilarious in the delivery. So and, obviously, and the, the animation's great as well. Like yeah. they've got the you know the backlighting, the sun is glowing. <gasps> Take it, donuts. That's right. All the colors of the rainbow. Wow. It felt like Willy Wonka or something like that. Like that. Yeah. That magical 
world that you're not quite a part of that you're looking in on from the outside and you just want to be in there. Uh, Selma then says, fuck it, because she sees Marge at the front door. Yeah. And Marge thinks she's here, Homer. So she just tells Marge her. Marge is just seeing or thinking Homer is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like every noise, Homer. Yeah. And Selma just feels sorry for her. She says, look, whatever. I'm just going to tell you two, three words or two and a half words gulp, gulp and, and blow. blow. Really nice scene coming up after this with the drive through, isn't it? Yeah, what do you want? My husband by my side. You want fries with that? Best drive through scene, second only to American Beauty. I haven't seen it. Holy bad person. shit. Should I say it? <laughs> Bro. You know, we've been doing this for a year. <laughs> Suddenly, I don't know if I can look you in the eyes anymore. <laughs> I remember mum used to let me, I wanted to hire it once and she says no because there was a naked woman on the cover with rose petals on oh, her. But you don't even say you're naked. You only see the rose petals. I don't know. Dando's mum. <laughs> All right. Well, well I'm going to I'm gonna fix some things after we record. I thought you were going to say the Listeners, scene where, where he, Homer escapes when he shuffles away with the chains around his ankles. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Listeners out there will agree with what I just said. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a really tender moment. Okay. And then, I mean, in this. Oh, really this one. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'll believe you. It's not tender in American Beauty, but it's fantastic. Okay. But yeah, this scene is great. It's just, it's, it's, there's so many lines here. I'm not going to play all the clips, but things like... Homer... Do you know why I married you? Because I knocked you up? No, because I love you. Come home soon. They just did a really great job here of showing just how supportive Marge is. And she just she doesn't care about not having money or anything. She just wants Homer in her life. Yeah, she's got to watch out for those onion rings. They burn, they burn the fingers. The other thing I loved about this scene was the fact that I don't care what ring it is, as long as it's from you. It gives her the onion ring. Great throwback here to the way we was. Mm. Marge pour vous. Yeah. Do you know what that means? I actually looked it up this time. Uh, no. It means for you in French. Oh. So saying Marge, for you. As I've told people in the past, I only know how to speak French phonetically. I don't know what any of it actually means. <laughs> but I just thought it was a really nice throwback to the, the last flashback episode. Yeah, that is really cool. And it made me realise, I was saying this to you off air as well, if we cut out all the interludes, I wonder if you play all the flashback episodes in a row, whether it tells, a, whether it sort of makes like an hour long or a, you know... 90-minute episode because it starts off with Homer meeting Marge at school mm. and then it cuts to them getting married, having yeah. Bart's born, and then they're raising Bart and Lisa's born, then mm. raising the two, and then Maggie's born. I wonder if you cut out all the them saying, now I'm going to tell you the rest of the story, Could parts. be. Kind of a more positive, revolutionary road-type tale. I'm going, to try, I'm going to try that one day. doesn't necessarily have a beginning and an end. It's like a Scorsese film. It just it goes. Anyway, so Homer then decides enough's enough. He rips off his uniform. A classic reference, I shot JR. Yeah. I just love that Homer was wearing a pop culture shirt relevant yeah. to the time. Yeah. <laughs> and the pose when, yeah. when he rips it off, goes to the plant and pretty much demands a, a job. But before then, Burns playing Ms. Pac-Man, hilarious. Yes, very. It's very much like the fools. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Birds can find the evil in anything. Yes. <laughs> and enjoy it. Yeah, I know. It's just great. Now the hunter has become the hunter. <laughs> And then Homer says classic lines like... What a speech. Oh, this dude. is one of the great speech moments of anything. Like yeah. This is up there with Kramer versus Kramer de- determined to get a job. Like He just walks in and lays it down on the line. Yep. But in such a... Spi- well, Burns' response is like, I like his attitude. Feisty yet spineless. spineless. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. I did like the... <laughs> You can treat me like dirt. I'll still kiss you, but yeah. call it ice cream. And if you don't like it, <laughs> I can change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smith is he's reasoning for not have, not wanting to hire him. He got trapped in the closet on the way. <laughs> <laughs> he failed every test and he got trapped in the closet, closet on, on the, the way, way out. out. <laughs> 
<laughs> then we obviously we find out that his name is Waylon. Yeah. And then Homer gets a job. Only in America can I get a job. Yeah. <laughs> so happy, runs out celebrating. Who was that young go-getter? Yes. Homer Simpson. Simpson, eh? I'll remember that yeah, name. That's it. well well written. Yeah. Homer then races home to see Marge, um, realizes that she's gone to hospital. Mrs. Bouvier says that she'll drive him to the hospital. Yep. He thanks her. As we said, kind of sad. That, like I know it's meant to be funny, but I just think it's sad mm. that she just doesn't want to <laughs> admit the fact that Homer is her son-in-law. Mm. So she drives him to the hospital. This hospital scene is just fucking funny from start Hilarious, to finish. The whole thing. Oh, it's amazing. Um, Obviously, we get Homer sticking up for himself to yeah. add in somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the time for the baby. I'm paying for this delivery. Yeah. You mean, that's right. I'm a nuclear technician. Hibbert. Good God. <laughs> Step aside. I'll deliver, I'll deliver this, baby. this baby. I love that. Homer's on a roll by this point. He's, I love that he rolls his sleeves up. Yep. <laughs> He's ready for it. You know, it's just great animation. And the other funny part about it is that Hibbert's like, I think it's best if I do it. Oh, college boy. Yeah. <laughs> Marge says, just shut up, Homer. Let him deliver the baby. Yeah. And then now this was a little wacky for my liking, but it's still funny. Bart setting the tie on. Bart being able to operate a, a lighter yeah it's still funny though yeah, yeah it's, it's a cartoon you got to put uh, yeah. stuff aside it's just possessed now originally where was hugo yeah, yeah. but I, that was a tree house of fire it's not canon okay i did learn though in the uh, audio commentary they originally considered having homer choke but they said probably not good if he chokes a yeah, baby it's a little bit butterfly effect if he tries to <laughs> do that <laughs> yeah. probably i'm good. spoiling so many movies today <laughs> probably good that they didn't have you choking the baby yeah yeah, probably, I, I guess probably you, wise. Don't choke babies. <laughs> shouldn't have been Public laughing. service <laughs> announcement. So Homer then explains to the kids how blessed he feels to have, to have them. Marge enters, says, I'm not pregnant. Yeah! Whoa! Excellent, Marge! Yes! I love that he throws the kids onto the floor at the same time. And that's the end of the episode. Hmm. Like we said, I think I liked this one more than the way we was. But before you were being all, yeah. The intro to this, you went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no. that great. Now you're trying to say you like it more than the way we was. Yeah, but the way we was... Pick something and stick to it, son. What do you mean, stick to it? I never said that I didn't like this episode. So, like, you flip-flopped. I said it was fine. Okay. I never said it was bad. Isn't the way we was, like, right up there in top 10 territory? For for feel-good endings. Just for episodes all around. Not for me, it's not. No? Okay. All right. Well, no. I stand corrected. <laughs> I, I, I think the way we was was very touching. It was very nice. But I think this I, one, in regards to flashback episodes, was better. I think better. it's funnier. I think it's funnier because they're, the characters, obviously the show's more fleshed out now. The mm. characters are more fleshed out. But they're more like who they are, who we know them to become. Yeah, that's When true. they're younger, they're very, They're older very as well. And so they, they look similar. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I just think there was more pop culture references that I can appreciate in this one than the way we was. But yeah, a great... Uh, I won't say a great episode. I a fine episode. You thought it was great, though, didn't you? I, it's 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 really really good. It's yeah, very, it, it's a lot better than I remembered it being. It's an but it's for me. It's an episode that if it's on, I won't bother if I don't watch the whole thing. Okay. I don't know. It's just not one of my favorites. But a good episode. Watch it if you haven't watched it for a while. Mm. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Ooh, um, I learned. On the spot, on the spot, on the spot. Uh, I learned that all mini golf holes require manual operation. I learned that Marge craves pancake mix when she's pregnant. Ah, yeah, good, good spot. Yes, That's raw not- pancake mix. I assume was it raw? Was it? Well, if you, well, well you can't eat it cooked, can you? You wouldn't refer to it as pancake <laughs> mix if it was pancakes. So, time for some trivia. Mm-hmm. I've got a few questions. You've already got one of them with the, the cookie dough. Okay, so what cool. was Homer eating? Yeah, yeah, yep. I've got three more. I've just, oh, Jesus Christ, you've gone nuts. I've only got the one. Okay, well, I'll read a couple of mine okay. out first. Which famous Vegas sign was referenced in this episode? Famous Vegas sign. Um, oh, so it's obviously when they're driving to the state lines. Shotgun Pete's. Oh, okay. Um, 
I, I don't know. What's... I believe he's called Vegas Vic, the cowboy with the smoke. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I always thought that was the Marlboro Man, but that's probably just in my own head. I well, just said Vegas Vic on Wikipedia. The neon cowboy, the one that... Well, I, I don't, you know what I mean? The I... one that they crashed through in Conair? Yes. Oh, wait, no, they crashed through a guitar in Conair. Yeah. I'm just going to Google Vegas Vic while you ask me your question. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas Vic, that yeah, is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that is the guy that I was talking about. Yeah, I just yeah, didn't yeah. know that was what he was called. You did the die until I did the trivia question. Okay, cool. <laughs> So, what's your trivia question? Uh, what were they drinking that got them so amorous in the castle? Wine. Ah, incorrect, my friend. What is it? They were drinking champagne. Champagne. Beer that is distilled to taste like wine. Yeah? How fucking classy. Yeah. So, that's why maybe it's the champagne talking. Yeah. That's what she says, isn't it? Yeah. Next question. Who was on the poster in Barney's apartment? Oh, this is the exact sort of thing that I looked at and went, I should go back and rewind that and write that down. It'd be a good trivia question. Hint, she's from what they were watching. Um, Who was in Charlie Angel- Charlie's Angels? F. Drew Barrymore? F, F. Uh, uh, um, Farrah Fawcett? Yes. Johnny Bravo's fantasy. Really? Have you never watched Johnny Bravo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't remember. man, Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> like, he's so excited for her. I remember Cartoon Network, but I was more of a Nickelodeon kid. Righto. Yeah, I was just more Hey Arnold, Rocco, that kind of stuff. I yep. think it's because it was on ABC here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think for me, um, divorced parents. One of them had Foxtel. One of them didn't. A lot of the things that I could only see on Foxtel stood out in my memory because they were like exciting things. I was like, holy shit, Dexter's Laboratory! Yeah. I don't get to watch this at home. I was gonna say that, and my mate, he also loved um, Cow and Chicken. Okay. So I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like that kind of wacky design kind of cartoon. Yeah. I no, loved, I wasn't yeah. big on that either. Cat Dog, not for me. Oh, Cat Dog was Nickelodeon. Yeah, I know, but wacky design as well. I just want yeah. straight down the At, face football heads. That's why I think Hey Arnold's the best one in regards to being realistic. Yeah. Anyway, off topic. Last trivia question. When you're walking down the street. <laughs> Different show, obviously, but whatever. Cool Mo D, who we mentioned before. Oh, yeah, Cool Mo D. Is known as being the first rapper. Does anyone out there have a dog called Cool Mo D Simpson, by the way? I, I, I want... I wanted to throw that out. Surely someone... Why? Some super, some Simpsons super fan. It's the exact sort cool of thing they would pick, yeah. pick up on. Maybe. It's not a Simpsons reference, though. It's a it's something that was referenced in The Simpsons. Yeah, it still works. Okay. Well, what is he... He's the first rapper to do what? Um, um, did he stab Vanilla Rice? No. He performed... The first to perform at the Grammys. Oh, okay. Cool Modi, first rapper to ever perform at the Grammys. Right. What year? Didn't look that up. Okay. 1988? Something. <laughs> Who cares? That's, that's okay. all that matters. So he's, he's known for being one of the first ones to be nominated for a Grammy, and he was definitely the first to perform. What did he Grammys. say? Well, like, what are some of Cool Mo D's numbers? Can we look up a track? <laughs> well, I'll try and Google it while you're getting the mailbag. We ready. don't have to play it, but mailbag time while you're looking up Cool Mo Actually, D. Actually, before we do that, before mm. we do that, we asked people on Facebook, facebook.com slash discount some for of their, their favorite moments. Favorite memories of this particular episode. And people seem to really like the onion ring. Yep. Yes. It's hard for me to not to look at onion rings and want to slip one onto my finger. Yeah, I know. I just want to see whether the oil burns your finger or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Connor Walsh, he says that he likes when Homer decides to confront Burns and starts ripping off his shirt to reveal the I shot JR shirt. Yep. Oh, well, here's one here that we didn't actually mention during the episode. Sarah Mia Griffith says, when Marge gets a final notice letter, we break thumbs. Mm. Over kid stuff. Yes. <laughs> just I, what I, I like. They know that they're a parent, but they're going to ruin their life anyway. Exactly. And Jonathan, another final comment here. Jonathan Fisher, he just said he's just discovered the podcast and uh, recently it's led him to start rewatching The Simpsons from season one. I think Fox should be paying us. We're getting, a, <laughs> we're getting a lot of messages from people saying, you know what? We stopped watching the older Simpsons because we thought they were crap, but yeah. your podcast has made us re- like, fall in love with them all over again. Yeah. 
Um, so I don't think that like I don't know how much Fox is making for syndication. Oh, they, they won't. But I would think the five or six extra people that we've got is a little bit like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Here, Johnny, I made seventy dollars. You put that with the rest. <laughs> yeah. anyway. Now we have three hundred million and seventy dollars. <laughs> so thanks for everyone that commented on the. Uh, on the post, so facebook.com slash four-finger discount. Before we record each episode, we post the picture up asking for your favorite moment. The best comments get read out on the show. So comment again next week and hopefully we'll read your name out if we didn't this week. Now it's time for... Jamail! Jamail is here! Ooh. The mailbag. I'm going to kick the mailbag off straight away with some two cents stories. I'm Kent Brockman and that was my two cents. We're going to kick in with... Uh, I'm going to go... I'm, I'm going to call captain's play here and call him Bill Chalmers because I just refuse to use the word William. Bill would love to be able to dob someone in for being... That was being very uh, Christopher Walken. Bill! <laughs> uh, that wasn't Christopher Walken at all, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like the delivery yeah. pattern, not so much Bill. the voice. Bill, Bill would yeah. love to dob someone in. Unfortunately, he can't because it's him! <laughs> um, uh, the tight ass is himself. I am... He's currently hunting for a job, so he has a lot of spare time and not much money. Thus, he has to time his trips to the supermarket very strategically. He only buys meat that has the quick sale discount price. 20% stickers are put on the day before their use-by date expires, but 50% stickers are put on the day of, around about 10.30am, he adds, which makes me he think he's been staking out the deli. <laughs> He gets it's it. Like people stay get the cheap chickens. Are they cheap yet? Yeah, yeah. Are they coming down? How long is that one? Been only on the eight dollars. You fucking idiot. Um, needless to say, I don't buy anything with only a twenty percent discount <laughs> because that simply would not be enough of a saving. On my most recent trip, I got forty six dollars fifty worth of meats for sixteen dollars, which I hope means he has a freezer somewhere, or he just comes home that day and has a feast. <laughs> He also says here that he's managed to rig the 7-Eleven coffee machines to be able to get a $2 latte for $1. How? Which, well, I assume a dollar coin and some fishing wire. Just pulls it back out. <laughs> I want an explanation, Bill, on how yeah, you do this. explain how you do it. Get it out there to the masses. Yes. Now, listeners aren't going to be aware due to the magic of editing of the fact that we just filled up an SD card and had to stop for a little while. <laughs> and before Dando could delete anything, he had to listen to some of the previous things. He was like, just to figure out, make sure we don't delete anything that we haven't used. I just realized exactly how much shit and nonsense I talk because he was flicking through this episode and just by clicking at random points, every time it was my voice and every time I was talking about something that gave nothing away about what the actual episode was. <laughs> nothing to do with The Simpsons. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> at one point, I looked at you and I went, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what brought this up? <laughs> so, we apologize everyone that's listened to the I was talking episodes. about Casino. Yeah. <laughs> no. Maybe Joe Pesci? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Let's not get into it again. Yeah, let, Continue with the mailbag. Um, okay, so the next question. This comes in from someone who chooses to re- remain anonymous. So we're going to call them Chesty LaRue. Uh, hey, guys. I've been listening to your... Uh, since your review of Homer versus Letha in the 8th... Letha? Homer versus Letha. 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 And the 8th Commandment. <laughs> I'm leaving it all in, man. It's been a while <laughs> since I've done a podcast after drinking red wine and... Astute listeners out there will have noticed some changes. Don't you, you can't keep your feet still? No, I can't. I'm all jittery. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't noticed until you just pointed that out. Now I'm very self-conscious of it. 
he hadn't written him because he didn't want his name to be read out on the air and still doesn't. Well, that's fine. You just got to say that. If, you've, if you're not writing in because you don't want your name broadcast to the masses, I'm comfortable with that. I'm not going to, you know, break your privacy. But if you've got a question, please get them in. But his question hasn't been heard by uh, anyone answer. He hasn't heard anyone else ask. What season is the best season for writing for each main character? So for the family. Example, yeah. So, for example, in his opinion... Homer, best written in season seven. My favourite is season seven. And I think for this question, the answer is season seven. Okay. Because there is a lot of character-specific episodes in season seven. I'm just going to get the um, the list up now. Continue. What, what do you think? You know, I kind of like Bart in season five, I think. Okay, yeah. Was st- the show was still sort of centrally around Bart at that yeah, point. Yeah. They were transitioning to Homer. Yeah. And it's mostly because of... I say that mostly because off the top of my head, I think of The Boy Who Knew Too Much, which I think is one of the perfect Bart episodes. That you, get him, you get him skipping school, but you also get Bart with a conscience. You get him being funny. You get him being scared. You get him being a little kid. You get him being slightly mature. You get him being way in over his head. And you also get him knowing more than the adults. Like It's so many different angles of what makes his character great happens there. This is why I think season seven is best for being able to sort of write the best stuff for each specific character. Yeah. The way the characters have written the best. Bart sells his soul. Lisa the vegetarian. King size Homer. Mother Simpson. Marge be not proud. Bart the fink. Lisa the iconic class. Scenes from class struggle in Springfield. Yeah. They're all... Heavy character episodes. Just on the one character. And they really help define who that character is. Yeah. I, I think Bart the fink is one of my favorite Bart episodes. Because it's, like you said, it shows him... Does he do? He doesn't actually do anything wrong in the episode, does he? He does the right thing, which he thinks is the wrong thing, because he outs Krusty for being a tax fraud. Yeah, but the thing would be in my top five Bart episodes, I think. But I just think season seven was just when the the show was just in its absolute prime. Yeah, that's when he got a uh, part two for Who Shot Mr. Burns and stuff like that. Yeah. Home of the Smithers was another one in that season. Was that in that season as well? I thought that came later. Home of the Smithers, The Day the Violence Died, A Fish Called Selma, Bart on the Road, 20 tor- 22 short films about Springfield. Yeah. The that's Hel- those characters. That's more just yeah. little bits of fun. Raging Abe Simpson, yep. Hellfish, uh, Much of Poo About Nothing, Home of Palooza, and Summer of Four Foot Two. Yeah. They're all character-defining episodes. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's um, going to be hard for me to to beat <laughs> without Wikipedia at my fingertips. I hope that answers your question, Chesty. Chesty, thank you. Thank you for writing in and thank yes. you for choosing to remain anonymous. But, Mailbag uh, at fourfingerdiscount.com.au if you'd like to send in a question to the show. We certainly know who you are, but uh, like the women of the night in St Kilda, we will not divulge <laughs> your your information. I'm looking forward to seeing the women of the night of Las Vegas when no, we go over there. credit card details. Yeah, that's right. Dando's going over to Las Vegas. If we have any prostitutes listening, uh, give them a discount. <laughs> Do you know we had a listener send in saying they can get us get me a discount on um a new obviously when you go to the states next hmm. uh front of the line passes for Universal Studios oh really or well, Disneyland get... one of the two yeah yeah cool like you get the little rather than have to wait you get to go to the like the VIP line yeah I, I, apologies I just listener. pretend to be a line inspector apologies <laughs> listener I can't remember your name on top of my head I do remember reading your email I will find that out during the week and I'll give you a shout out in the next show because apparently this guy's wife is a nurse at the theme park. Oh, cool. And, she, and he said that he'll get so her... So, if you get a little bit sick from one of their burritos or something yeah, that they sell. Yeah, he said he'll get her to hook us up with front-of-the-line passes. I'm like, fuck yes. Tremendous. Yeah, so thank you, sir, and I'll give you a shout out in the next show. I, I have no fear. It annoys me that I've wasted the times that I've gone to America before people in America knew who I was. <laughs> I have to go back. You'll have to come with us and go to the Simpsons studio with me. Uh, I Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna be pretty shitty if you get. I'm to just it. gonna I'm gonna like live stream it from there and just be like, <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> uh, could be the end of our relationship. Uh, okay, now we've my, got my shirt's gonna say Mitch is not here. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Jordan Wright has written in. Now this is going back uh, a few weeks time. That's a long time ago. So, do you want to explain why? You finally figured out how to fucking read the emails on your phone. I had every a, week you're I getting here. You're like, glitch. I don't know how to do it. I was like, <laughs> I do know how to do it. But I had your phone for fucking thirty seconds and it was working. I had <laughs> a technical glitch where I don't know for whatever reason in my Gmail app the inbox just stopped syncing and wouldn't work anymore. And I don't remember what the password is for the emails because you know I put it in once and I saved it and I expect that that's how things are supposed to work. I'm pretty good mostly with technology, but I just could not fucking get this thing to happen. I was getting this weird Jedi mind trick. Every time I opened the folder, it would come up with a message saying, there is no mail here. (laughs) (laughs) But it's cool. These aren't the emails you're looking for. But it's cool now. I've got like this awesome treasure trove of emails that have been sitting here for ages. You should have seen his face light up when it all loaded. It was like... (gasps) I thought people were sick of us. <laughs> I didn't think we were getting writing. Well, I kept telling Mitch, I'm like, now people are sending in emails. And you're like, sure, if you say so, Dando. Yeah, I was like, where are they going? You're just trying to make me feel better. <laughs> so this yeah, is, we have shitloads of emails that we have to get through now in the next few weeks. We do, so I apologise, guys. But um, this is from uh, Jordan. And he's got the subject of mailbag material. So he's already, you know, it's very presumptive of him that he thinks that this is good enough. I haven't read this yet, by the way. This is, we're doing it live. You hear me great or We'll do it live! (laughs) That was apparently Alan Arkin doing an impression of Bill (laughs) O'Reilly doing it live. Uh, Hey guys, I've got some more stuff to add to the ever-growing mailbag, seeing as it's been a while since I've interacted. Always been listening, though. His question is non-Simpsons. I've recently made a list of films I need to see. Embarrassingly, it contains such classics as The Godfather, Pulp Fiction, and Fight Club, which I've just never got around to seeing. I was wondering what films would... You would each of us suggest that you absolutely must watch. I recommend watching American Beauty. It's fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) I legitimately do recommend watching American Beauty. The Road to Perdition, I'm going to throw that in there because that's a film that not many people would recommend. E.T. Holy shit, is it good? (laughs) Dando loves his Uh, E.T. Okay, like absolute classic. 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, definitely 500 Days of Summer. Gordon Levitt's best movie. Power Rangers, the secret, uh, <laughs> the return of Ivan Ooze, or whatever it was called, <laughs> and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, the secret of the, the ooze. secret of the ooze, <laughs> two different oozes, yes, not to be mistaken. No, what else? Um, one more classic film that I could think of. He off said the top he's of my seen head. Pulp Fiction, yeah, or he hasn't seen it. No, I don't think Pulp Fiction was on Reservoir there. Dogs. Yeah, if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, definitely see Reservoir Dogs. Usual Suspects. Yes. You know what? Everything that Kevin Spacey did say the same from thing. 1990 <laughs> to 1996 is pretty solid. Yeah. Actually, can we get you to read one more thing out? A lot of people write in and ask for this, and I don't know if this is important or personal information for you to give out. What is your Simpsons tapped out username? Brendando88, I think. Okay. So, B-R-E-N-D-A-N-D-O-88. But 80. I, I haven't logged on for like... Six months. That's cool. But there, there it is. So a lot of people say, "Hey, man, do you guys or like? Do you guys play Simpsons Tapped Out? What's your username? Please read it out for us." So Brendando eighty eight for Dando. I've not really played much of it, but I do have it installed on my phone. I've heard that they've ended it now. The game's not finished, but the final level is now out, and they're not going to be making any more updates for it. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if That's you have so yeah, it's kind of sad if you enjoy the game, but yeah, the. the I'm not sure why they would stop. Maybe they're not making any more money. Maybe people realize that you can just hack the game as opposed to buying donuts. Can you? Yes. <laughs> well, that's interesting news. We're going to talk about this off air. I'm not saying go to eBay and type Simpsons tapped out, but 
Maybe. <laughs> uh, all right, hold on. I'm just quickly. I'm downloading some updates. Oh Jesus! For this what? is going to blow my data. <laughs> yes. Go on my Wi-Fi. Anyway, uh, but no, yeah, no, Brendando88. Add me. I may find you eventually when I log back onto it. I'm going to check it out because apparently the last one they re- released the last character was uh, the wise guy. So I'm going to have to go now. Ah, yeah, cool. Buy him. But what I want to do is I want to start from scratch again because my spring I've got one of everything. So it's just too cluttered. It's just everything's yeah. all over the place and. I found this map online. I can't remember where or how, but I've saved it to my computer, but it's like it's a scale of how someone's designed what Springfield would actually look like. Mm. So I'm going to try and build that. I want to try and build how Springfield would actually look. Actually okay. look. Listeners, if you're out there and you you haven't played Simpsons Tapped Out for a while, be it's careful. Fun. Well, yeah, but it came up with a thing saying there's up, like, updates to download. There's no Wi-Fi yeah. connection do you want to allow. And I looked and it said it was five meg of updates. I was like... Oh, no, no, no. It changes whatever. quickly. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> so, it was like downloading seven of seven, five meg, fine. And then it jumped to the next one, downloading 14 of 14, 28 meg. I was like, oh, that's, that's still okay. Then the next one, 965 meg. Yeah. My goodness. No, you need to connect to Wi-Fi for that. I had to turn my phone off. Don't play the game when you're not on Wi-Fi either. Just choose your data. So when I am at home on an unlimited data connection, I will uh, create a profile. I'll give you guys my username next week. What hurt the game, I think, was the fact that they never released it for PC. Mm. I would much prefer to play it on my computer than my phone. Yeah, that's a fair point. It's just too small on the phone. Yeah. I I know you can play it on your tablets and whatnot, but I just... Yeah, I'd, I'd have fun just sitting here just clicking. It's, it's just easy too because I hate when you have to like click and drag. But yeah, a, a really fun game. So if you haven't checked it out, Simpsons tapped out. Make sure you download it and give it a go. Next question in the mailbag. Chris Adkins gets the next and final question for this week. Still loving the show. You guys rock. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks, I'm Christopher. glad to know that we do indeed rock. Uh, his question for the show is, what is your favorite Hans Molman bit that isn't football in the groin? He loves the bit where Selma is looking for a man, she dates Hans, and has a flash forward of their kids. I like that episode, not for that scene, though. I like it when, or it, I think it actually is in that scene, mm. but when it cuts back and it's just his face close to it, and she just goes, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love the reaction to him. I, I'm a big fan of um, Hans saying the words cowabunga. Yeah. Cowabunga, dude. Kissing like kissing a peanut. Yeah. Um, but I think if. You know what? No, it's absolutely Halloween of horror. For me, that tops what's come before it. You love that, don't you? I really do. Like it's. I didn't it, love it as much as you. Like you just genuinely loved it. It's such a funny moment. Like it, and it, I guess it's because I was in that exact moment with Ash in a haunted house where she was freaking out that I I relate to it more. But if you haven't seen the episode, so they're in like the that one of those haunted houses where there's actors and that sort of stuff. And no, they're dressed in theme park. Things. Yeah, a theme park, but a haunted house within the theme park. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. Universal Studios do it at Halloween all the time. And Lisa's hanging on to Bart's hand. Uh, sorry, to Homer's hand. And there's a close-up of her and you just see her face. And she's like, it's it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Then they sort of walk through a zombie herd. And Homer is like, I think there's a close-up of Homer. And, he's, and his arm's dragging down. It's like, it's okay, Lisa. It's okay. Then they get... Uh, sorry, no, it goes back to... That's my bad. goes to Lisa, and she's like, it's not real, it's not real. Then the camera cuts, and she's no longer holding Homer's hand. She's holding a zombie's hand. And then it cuts to Homer at a concession stand wanting to buy some popcorn, holding Hans Molman's hand, trying to get away. And it's just the... Sir, yeah. It's so <laughs> pathetic. Obviously, you get the the funny Molman death scenes, mm. but I don't know Off what, the cliff. I don't know now what, you've done it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's good. Now you've done it. I don't see why they're so funny. I prefer the... um. Marge was, was either Marge or Lisa or someone was talking to themselves in the library and they're like 
wait a minute, I'm talking to myself. And they walk off and Hans goes, oh, I thought I made a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Hans' mom, a great character. So was that it for the mailbag this week? We're done with the mailbag. I'm closing it up. Man, we have so many questions to get through. We're set for that seven weeks when I'm in England and in America, aren't we? Yeah, it's really good. I'm in America and I'm in England and I'm in Dubai. We're going to Dubai for three days. We have our own private beach. Your own private beach? Yes. That is so Dubai. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So thanks for listening to our review of I Married Marge. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash fourfingerdiscount, at fourfingerpod on Twitter, uh, at fourfingerdiscount on Instagram. And look up Four Finger Discount on YouTube and subscribe. Also, please rate and review us in the iTunes store. Had a few reviews come through this week, which was nice. Thank you very much. If you haven't done so, please do so. Give us five stars. We'd really appreciate it. Makes us boost up the ranks on iTunes. Mitch, any final words? How are we not in top? How are we not in charge of iTunes by now? Because um, we're going to get like 10 listeners a week. Um, is it the smugness? Is that what gets me down? Don't bring me down. <laughs> Throwback to you. <Bruce>. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll catch you next week. Have a great week, guys. Shh.